Timberland just oh man that yeah. era oh yeah uh, no he had a lock when it was uh, him it was um Nelly it was t- uh Justin and it was um then it came Carrie Hilson towards the end yes, of it yes it was like okay yes yes sir. everything yes, ma'am mm-hmm. yeah someone was playing Timberland um produce songs um you know most of the neighbors always play so I just yeah. I always think of yeah. Gosh, your neighbors <laughs> always having versus battles. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Your neighbors are just having versus battles always. all the time, in the middle of the okay, night. Good. I kind of, uh, one of my housemates was like, "It's kind of good that they're there because that means no gangsters are gonna be like running into that dead end." Why? Um, because they're just occupying the space. Like, is this is these like really young guys? They're probably like late twenties, thirties. Oh, you know they're not in the gang. Maybe they are, but they're protecting us. I mean, they know us from us walking up and down. So okay. At least, at least it's, they're not gonna come for us. Okay. If they see us coming into the streets, they know. But okay, I'll tell her. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm just fearing for your safety, bro. Then. No, I know I'm safe. Those niggas know me. I greet them. It's okay. Fine. Ah. <laughs> Some Fuck around, go on a date with gangsters. Yeah. Next thing you know, <laughs> nigga, you're part of a gang. <laughs> Bro, because I live right there. <laughs> like, I didn't know I pledged to this. I didn't oh, know. I can't get out. I have to leave the city. Mama, they'd find your ass. You can't be successful at all. Because you, you fuck around and become successful, they'll find you at your office. Yes, yes, they will. <laughs> They're like, oh, you want a lurry? Where do you work? Oh, oh <laughs> that's crazy. Let's go find you. Oh, that's your Spotify ad? Where you at, bitch? You yes, can't so. do that shit. No, 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 no. No. Okay. So, um, this is very dark. My love, we're recording, hey? <laughs> I didn't know! <laughs> I didn't know! <laughs> anyway. Oh. How long? Oh, wow. Since the beginning of Timberland. Oh, <laughs> I just knew it was going to be like, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> anyway. Otherwise, Moloeni. Hi. This is, com- this is Conversations Without Context. Your main bitches oh. are back. Smack a bitch. Um. <laughs> Shout out to the bonus 18. Um. Hey. <laughs> um like, subscribe, share, hug your mom, all of it. Uh huh. Feed your animals. Yeah. Uh. Clean your tote bags. Get your uh, fish a bigger fucking tank. <laughs> I I don't personally. You know we had fish growing up. Mm-hmm. But like I kind of felt bad that we had so many in one tank. I mean, not that they were big fish. Mm-hmm. How many did you have? Yo, we had like twenty something. Twenty fish. Yeah, we had the small ones first. No, not first, but we had like small ones. There were like 11 of them. We had some angel fish. We had some gold fish. We had an algae eater. We had a lot. I didn't know this about you. I was young. Primary school. Okay. Well, mm. I mean, that's why I say buy a bigger tank. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was saying, I'm just, you know, just get a big tank. Yeah. Go all out. Like, Go all If you're going to have fish, have fish. If you're going to contain them in a cage, you might as well make the cage pretty. You feel me? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so. <Lol. laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so shout out to the producer's fish. 
<laughs> Hi. Yeah. You might want to check out our producer's YouTube page. She's actually killing. It's called Who Cares Foreign. Link um, in the bio. Link in the motherfucking bio. You know, she's doing a lot of shit. She's going to be vlogging one thing, but then she's also going to be doing content. She's going to be doing yoga, some shit. She's going to be talking about some um, crazy stuff that's happening in the world. Free my niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's yeah. content. We're, you know, the collective is giving you content. Um, you know, the homie next to me right now was supposed to have an ASMR channel, but that hasn't yeah, happened yet. <laughs> this is not a name and shame. Sorry, Thank you. you're right. You're right. I haven't discovered what my second channel is yet, so yeah. it's fine. I'm about to come for you, actually. This bitch... Keep going. <laughs> I don't have anything. I um, thought I'd have something by the end of bitch, but I didn't. Okay. That happened. It's all right. <laughs> I I was thinking about like food, but then it meant that I have to show my face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just you know cover your face. There's and... no bearing glove. I'm not wearing a bearing glove. We will find one. And I don't know. I'm scared to wear bandanas on my face. I feel like I'm pledging to some gay. <laughs> oh. Where? Oh, you can't even wear like a white one or anything. Like any color. No. It just feels like you're pledging to a gang. <laughs> That's hard. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to, I don't want to, like, I want to wake up one day and all of a sudden <laughs> have an initiation Bro. ceremony. Bro! <laughs> On the channel, content. What? Do it for YouTube. Do it for no. the gram. Do no. it for views. No. Money. Money. Your life is content. Gotta <laughs> sell your trauma. <laughs> Talking about trauma. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that got so dark. I yeah. think my I think my second channel is probably gonna be the music one, more than likely. I I see that, but I don't know. It'll have to be a thing of me. Okay, I know right now the producer's grating her ears because she's like, "Yeah, bitch, I've been trying." Probably. To <laughs> I know, producer. Jeez. Yeah, I. I got a lot of things on my mind. I got a lot of things to to get ready for next year so i need to get that under Bitch, control. i'm a big gangster sorry i'm not i personally will uh, snitch uh, <laughs> <laughs> i personally will snitch witness protection yeah boy. let's go um although i'd be really pissed off about some witness protection Why? because like you kind of have to change everything you have to change even your profession oh yeah oh shit and i'm like i didn't study for six years to go just become a fucking masseuse you know, I no shade to masseuses. No, no, no. But I mean, like, it's so far removed from my actual yeah. job. Yeah. I'd be I mean, off. I see you as a masseuse. You do? Yes. Why? Because, A, you like physical touch. Okay. And, you know, you you like the feeling of release. <laughs> I don't mean like that, but, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I like the feeling of skin. And release. Okay, it's not a sexual thing. It's That's a job. That's what you're saying. <laughs> not like that, but like bodily. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's even worse. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was terrible. That was so terrible. No. <laughs> so you don't like release? Not in that context. <laughs> No, I mean as in muscles relaxed. Oh yes, hundred percent. I do love a good deep tissue massage. Okay, that's good. It hurts like a bitch, but it's great. <clears throat> I do give great massages. I just need to get up on my technique. 
but that's down on my list of things to do. I've got yeah. a couple of other things to get better at. You see, just get into witness protection and you'll have no other choice but what? to do it. <laughs> what? <laughs> but now I've already said it out loud, so I can't do that. <laughs> they won't know your name. But the niggas that's listening would probably know my voice then. You have to change your voice then too. I'm I shit, can. nigga. Like, I, can. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. There's there's surgeries um, that they do. I'm not going to fuck up my voice. <laughs> They're going to pay for it. The government's going to pay for it. I don't care. I don't want to fuck up my voice. Next thing you know, I... No. No. Next thing you know what? I just... I can't talk? Yes. Okay. So, you learn a new language. I can't talk. It doesn't matter Sign what language. Sign language. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there are ways out of this. No. I have... You... I just think your solutions are terrible. <laughs> Personally. That's why I should never go into witness protection. I feel like the minute I would have to go to witness protection, I would tweet immediately that I'm in witness protection. <laughs> That's how bad it is. I can't keep that shit to myself. Interestingly, there was a stat that I saw, well, just saw, that most <laughs> serial killers in South Africa are white men. Um, now they're considering also back in the 1950s, which obviously, yeah, it's a given. You know, them niggas, they were killing us. They were, they were, mur- they were on a murderous rampage. When it came to the blacks. So. Yes. But I know, interestingly, interestingly, unfortunately, I don't know. There's, I think also, how do I... I don't know how to put this. Just say it. They know what it is. This is a crime show today. <laughs> True. I mean, okay, I've been thinking a lot about um, the statistics as well of like, sexual assault in South Africa and how um, we're the capital of rape in Africa. But then thinking, what if I the rest... The world. Of the world, actually. Yeah. But also in Africa. But wow. for, this, for this part. But then I think... Do we really know the stats in Africa? Have they truly been recorded? Oh, no. no. So that's what makes me think that maybe South Africa isn't the worst. We're just more documented in a I way. I think it's probably worse. Uh, okay. I have to be careful how to word this. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was going to come off very dodge. Okay. I think in other countries where they don't document these things, where it's very normal mm. to not care for the agency of women's bodies true so those sorts of countries i think it's probably very high even yeah. and i mean maybe a lot of people might not even count it as rape that's why they don't even record those things and people obviously also don't report um for their reasons yeah i don't think um i don't think there's a good chance we aren't Statistically, I don't think we are. You don't think? Um, there's a lack of statistics. I can't say statistically, but there's a lack of statistics. Mm, but hypothetically, hypothetically, oh, I not hypothetically. don't. What's the thing called when you make a hypothesis? Hy- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hypothesis I have is that we're not the capital. Yeah. We're just very well documented. Well, well documented Relative to them. Relative. Yes. Yes, that's true. I think on the continent we're the best documented, but that doesn't necessarily mean we're the worst. Yeah, but we are. It is bad, fucking bad. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, it's terrible. 
Um, yeah, yeah. everything is scary in this bitch. Like, I was just reading about one of the serial killers. <clears throat> Sorry. First one on the list. The first one on the list. So, there was a, a guy. Actually, this, this was in early 2000s. There was a guy. He was known as the Jesus Killer. And he did a lot in ah. his reign. So, what he did was he raped and murdered people. And he was finally caught in 2007. So... What happened was, was that he would go around um, people's houses and he would um, usually kill the husband and then rape the woman. Sometimes he would kill them both. But he was just like going around and he killed um, 16? 16 people and raped 19. 19 people within like a year or so. <clears throat> and you were saying apparently that he used to leave clues oh yes well the only clue that he had um or the reason why he was called the jesus killer i don't know maybe if he was topless for this or what he was doing probably during the rape probably during the rape but the woman saw that he had a tattoo of jesus on his chest and that's why he is known as the jesus killer what's his name sorry his name is um jimmy Mageta. Okay. Here in Cape Town in 2005. So what he would do is that, um, well, the police didn't really take it seriously. When do they ever? <laughs> when do they ever? So he would start like sending messages to the police or rather maps about where to find the next body or one of his victims. And they started like piecing it together that, oh, shit, these things are linked. Um, maybe we should take this seriously. But that's the thing, I think, with South Africa's crime. Not that, like, it's on the police to stop the crime. It's also on the people to not be criminals. But we're not doing enough. People aren't scared of authority here. Yeah, I think also the thing is we don't have, like, we're not, the police is not known for stopping crime. <laughs> no. So... <clears throat> I mean, they're known for busting drugs. That's cute, I guess. Yeah, but how many drug busts are we going to do? Mm. The the underground life here in South Africa is intense. There's, I mean, there's billions running around in South Africa. Cape Town specifically. You see, Bro. you wonder why. You wonder why all these houses are in, have inflated values because they've been they've been rinsing the money through real estate. Yeah, yeah. So. But the other story, um, we did this in criminal psychology. Well, I did <laughs> when um, I was studying psychology. Um, there's another one called the Station Strangler. He's mm. from Mitchell's Plain here in Cape Town. And well, ooh. tell me all about it. I want to know. Okay, so his name is the Station Strangler. Um, and his name is Normal Afsal Simmons. Don't know if I'm saying the middle name correctly. I'm so sorry. But he was this really smart um, classical player, teacher, guy who lived in the flats. And he was like really well known in his community as like, you know, a proper person. Like they would look at him and be like, wow, that's, you know, he's a good guy. Mm. Turns out this man was um, killing children and also sodomizing them as well post their death. Well, well, once they've died or once he's killed them. Mm. So what he would do, he would lure 
these kids and um, kill them by strangling them. Um, he'd mainly take them to like a, tr- a train station. That's why he's called the station strangler. He would do whatever he does, take their bodies. There was one story he would take a body to the beach and like dunes and stuff like where nobody really goes, put them like face first and he would sodomize them and do whatever with the body. And there was one time where he actually went back and just decided to drink next to the boy's body, just like as a, a chillax session type thing. Jeez. You know, for me, what always freaks out when people do that is that, like, I, I guess it's, is it the memory of it? I don't know, from a psychologist's point of view. Because <sighs> for me, it's like, you're coming back, but you're coming back to a skeleton. Because that person, that body is no longer the body that you left, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. So he he actually had, well, it's it's believed that he had 22 victims, but it was only convicted for the one boy, Alroy Van Roy. Or Roy. Okay. <sighs> man and look he was a grade five teacher killing boys between nine to 13 years old. oh no no sir no sir yeah oh no sir yeah um i just saw something really creepy what happened apparently as of today yeah there is there are fears that there may be a serial killer in um lady frey in the eastern cape oh yeah. Okay. Um wow. Wow. Wait, sorry, it's loading. Okay. Um this follows a gruesome this is according to enca.com by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know whatever. Dot com. Uh, <laughs> this follows the gruesome murder of a pension on Friday. Eighteen people have been killed in the area in the last seven months. Eighteen people. In seven months. Of those eighteen, eleven of them were elderly people. Um, so we just watched the video. Ugh, it's rough. So apparently, um, so the reason why they think it's a serial killer in Lady Frey yeah. is that um, the people that have been killed the last seven months, uh, I think it's like nine months now considering we're in uh, September. Yeah. Um, they were all killed the same way. You know, so... Um, I don't know how you want me to get into details or... Sure, sure. So they were all stabbed and they all had their uh, throats slit um, and in this very similar manner. Yeah. They all died same type of... Um, it looked like it was done by the same person. Um, that's what the police are saying. And it looks like apparently the person uh, could be right-handed. Yeah. More than likely. Um, they... The, the, the people had thought, had suspected suspected a couple of other people of doing it um and they had been arrested for a short time but upon their release they were you know uh set on fire and hanged by by the community by the community you know um but unfortunately the murder still continues so imagine like yeah yeah mob justice don't 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 you kill these people can't and you killed the wrong person and the murder still continued hectic so this happened in April where they did that, mm. but then in their murders, there were three more murders after that. Exactly the same mo. My thing is, this is now this year, twenty twenty one. People, I'm not. This is not in the past. How do you separate the humanity when you look at someone? It just, I okay. I'm not now. I'm not comparing these two different groups, 
I can imagine like with the surgeon, you know that you have a certain job to do. You are cognizant that this is a person and you need to do it right, whatever. So there is a separation of, okay, I'm, I'm hurting a person versus I'm doing my job. Yeah. With a serial killer, there's no reason for them to do that. Yeah. They're just, there's something in them. Oh my God. Oh my God. I just, oh yeah, you're right. The sugar canes, sugar canes are in Durban, eh? Like in the... no idea. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> where the sugar canes are, <laughs> you love. Um, so, but that was in Eastern Cape. That's is uh, that was still going. That that ENCA thing was in July, Sunday, eleventh yeah. of July, which is exact, almost exactly two months ago. Yeah, right. It's the twelfth today. Um, wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. What? I just It's the thought process of hurting someone. Not that I, I'm even trying to put myself in their shoes because I don't want to. Yeah. But at one point, do you think nothing is working for me? Let me murder. Yeah. Let me be a killer. And I wonder, you know, I wonder if there's any like programs out there here to africa that cover all these cases because nobody knows about serial killers i think there's you know funny enough i think there's a new thing on showmax okay so no there's so there is one way it literally talks to, like a like sabu uh you know discovery crime id yeah yeah there is something on showmax and there's also another documentary that i think it's a multiple part documentary about okay. the kruger kruger's stop killers i think they were like uh doing like some satan worship sacrifice type shit okay and there was like a few of them and they were killing people in Krugersdorp. this wasn't that far back it was like in the 2000s i remember someone someone in high school said that oh jesus uh, we were in history class i think it was not history class what is it called history social sciences when they it's history and geography yeah, and dun, social, dun, science, yeah. social science and we were talking about, uh, I don't know why we were talking about this, but we were talking about the KKK mm. and serial murders and like rituals and stuff. Um, funny enough, the the teacher was asking me, what? KKK is still a thing? I'm like, bitch, how don't you know? Which <laughs> teacher is this? Just, you, know, you know which just one. Just word it to me. She's, that person was asking. She seriously asked me, oh, they're still KKK? That racist one. Yeah. The poster child for racism. You know who I'm talking about. Oh, jeez. Okay. But anyway, one of the kids in the class, I don't remember who, mm. said that one day they were going to the beach with their family. I don't know if it, this was in our hometown or something, but they saw some like rocks in a certain formation and like with a symbol type thing oh, drawn the in the middle. <laughs> I, like. <laughs> the devil. The devil. Uh, I'm so shocked that she didn't know that the KKK was still a thing. I knew that. And I was like 14, 15. Anyway. I just feel like... And she was even surprised that we knew about the Illuminati. Dun, dun, dun. Remember how like our age was like obsessed. <laughs> obsessed with the Illuminati. Wow. I wonder what kids are obsessed about now. I mean, cult-wise. It's very interesting very worrying um uh social media 
Uh, true. I mean, rather that. <laughs> rather that. Because um, <laughs> we were reading into every single song. <laughs> Umbrella. Ella. <laughs> Have to listen to it backward at a certain. Even there was a one. There was one about Aaliyah. Apparently, she predicted her own death in one of the songs that she sang. We too. Well, she's gonna be in a plane, and it's not her fault. They took her, and don't, don't, don't. I was like, bro, child. I don't like flying as it is. So. It was scary at the time, though. I'm not gonna lie. What we were all in that hive mind of Illuminati. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your soul and yeah. yeah, and Monster Energy Drink had just come out at that oh, time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But yeah, <sighs> this is from last year. Oh no! Okay, <laughs> so sorry. <clears throat> South Africa's sugarcane murder. This is according to the BBC Africa. Or bbc.com in general um south africa sugarcane murders why am i leaning into you so sorry but you're just gonna living in fear of serial killings so apparently a 38 year old went missing on the 6th of july last year last seen on the way to a supermarket boxer um in a rural area outside of durban but like 90 k's um so she went missing for a couple of days and the family was obviously like shocking themselves yeah um and they'd search for her police search for her and all that stuff and they couldn't find this person and on so she was missing on the 6th of july and on the 11th of august um five weeks after her disappearance um, a body was found by a woman collecting wood in an abandoned part of the sugarcane farm Mm. on the outskirts of the rural town so a short walk into the forest-like part of the farm leads to the base of a tree where her body's would her body was discovered. Large leaves were used to hastily hide them. To hide the body, were still at the scene. So by the time they found her, she was already decomposing. Mm. But they found the lead based on her ID document. Um. Wow. And then they go to describe her as a person. She is, you know, great. Humble, was a mother to a fifteen-year-old. Oh my gosh. Um, the family. So apparently, the family knew that there were bodies that were being found in that area prior to. Um, mm. but they never thought like obviously you never really think that it's going to be you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were aware that you know some bodies were popping up, um, in the months leading up to her disappearance. Yeah. So, you know, they would hear about it and all that stuff and they talk about them and make up, you know, see the theories. So there wasn't, it was very much in their zeitgeist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they didn't, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Oh, this is a powerful sentence. We woke up one day to be told that Zama had become a statistic. Mm. That's wild. Ha- oh man. Mm-hmm. So, um, Zama's body was the fourth to be found between April and August. Yeah. Which made the police obviously suspect that there's a serial killer at play. Um, and I think the police continued to search um, after after 
after you know all those bodies were found again this is 2020 this is in the middle of a panoramic so you know what i'm saying yeah oh jesus off aided by sniffer dogs they found another body decomposed of a woman the very next day on the same farm um so the farm owner says the body was mu- very mutilated there's the farm owner mm. Uh, don't, I'm not going to say the name. Um, so the police said, uh, have not said, have not confirmed whether there were uh, there was any sexual assault involved. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so three of the bodies were found on this person's farm and two on a neighboring farm. Mm. Um, so, it, yeah, obviously everything at that point was just sort of uh, taped off and everything was just like it's crazy people started to gather and all that stuff and have yeah. prayer meetings and all that stuff um, so with the the mounting pressures I think two people two suspects were arrested for, and questioned for two days after the fifth body which still hasn't been identified at that point um, six days after yeah so six days after the discovery of Zama they went to the magistrate court just trying to see the suspects to see if them um uh oh wow the plot twist as the numbers swelled like people coming to look at the 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 the, the suspects yeah one of the suspects took his own life in the holding cells oh my goodness um and then after that it was confirmed that the remaining suspect would not be charged because of insufficient evidence which obviously then the crowd was hella angry about. Um, and then the police minister came to try and calm them down. Um, he explained that the man who had allegedly taken his own life had confessed to the murders. Yet his revelation that there might be more dead bodies to be found caused more unease, especially as locals think that the man who confessed could not have been working alone. Mm. It is clear that they were killed elsewhere and dumped on the farm. For you to carry one person on your own, it's impossible. So this person who is responsible for these murders, first of all, they need to have a car to transport. The, sp- the suspect who committed suicide did not ha- own a vehicle. So who assisted him to transport these victims? Listen. Hmm. Good question. Wheelbarrow? But for how long? You would have seen like... You would have been caught. You would have been caught. You would have been seen. You would have been caught. Like, yeah, I don't know. So basically, there's a lot of fear going around that at that point, people were just obviously the women were just not leaving their houses. Yeah, yeah. Um, so to thwart fears, the peer, the police uh, had at that point placed mobile police stations in and around the town. Um. Mm. Wow. They fear, yeah, I don't know. So basically, they're just like they just—they're still sort of um, concerned that the person who was helping this person, this alleged person, is still, is still at large. There. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what the they need. So this is sort of the community and the farm owners saying all of these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, she was late to rest and all that stuff. So that's that was that was last year so you have somebody who confessed but they don't think you did it alone yeah 
Which I mean, when you said like when they when they explain the transportation, it doesn't. Something is yeah. missing there. Yeah. If they're saying that that's not where the murder took place. Yeah. Yeah. Then it definitely was transported. Wow, that is, that is that is rough. So, uh, it reminds me of, um, you know how murderers tend to go for vulnerable groups. Um, for example, yeah. there was a murderer or yeah. a massacre that happened in Seapoint, Cape Town, uh, maybe twenty years ago. Okay. Where um, I didn't know this. it was a gay club called bronx okay and this person um all these two people i did watch a video about it a while ago but this person came in and killed i think it was eight or nine people and injured severely injured the one now the main reason why i'm bringing this up is because he is being considered for parole and he could be out again here in cape town who says he's not going to do that shit again so now there's a petition going out trying to, like, you know... This person who did this, did they go to jail or, like, a psychiatric hospital? Jail. Okay. And you killed eight or nine people and you're out on parole? He's possibly going to be out because he was put on, um, I think, 20 years or something like that. So it's coming close to that end of um, sentence for him. And... Ooh... But, but but how do you not get life without parole for killing eight people, eight or nine people? I don't know. And I severely honestly, injury. I honestly don't know. That's crazy. I mean, here's one. Somebody, oh, this is kind of, not this year, this is like 2018. So some some guy, was he was sentenced in early, to, to early this year, 2021, yeah. January, I think, to 33 years for killing two people on Table Mountain. Um, he... He tried to rob them in February 20, 20, uh, 20, uh, 2018. Sorry. Um, Same people? What? Are you saying he tried to rob the people he killed? Yeah. Oh, oh. Yes. So, yeah, so so he, he had killed one person and then two weeks earlier he'd also stabbed someone who was walking with his wife on Table Mountain. And then, so what had happened was he... He got knocked over um, with by this person, I suppose, maybe tackled or hit by something and then stabbed with a screwdriver. I will. And then... I mean, not that getting stabbed is good anyway, yeah. but shit. So as he tried to stab him in the chest, um, he, he sort of caught it just in time and kept deflecting that thing so he wouldn't hit him in the chest. Yeah. Um, and then... So demanded his cell phone after he gave up. So he kept hitting, and then the person kept defending themselves, and he gave yeah. up. And he's like, "No, give me a phone." And the, and the so two way radio. This person who was attacked was part of the, the security team, something like that. Oh, okay. So he gave he gave him the items, and the man fled. And then he was um. So then this person, the the victim, was rushed to hospital, and it was de- determined that he uh not survived, suffered a punctured lung. And um, after receiving multiple stab wounds, a month later, so he didn't die. Okay. A month later, another cyclist was stabbed to death by this person a hundred meters from where he had attacked the second person. Yeah, and that that is how that is when he got caught. So he was just like chilling around the mountain, waiting for people to to hike or to walk or whatever. 
I don't know. Like he just had a three month period where he was just robbing and assaulting, um, attempted murder and two murders. You see, I like hiking. Yeah. I have considered hiking Table Mountain. Now yeah. I'm no longer considering that. I even though he's caught. I mean, yeah. Well, like, the, thing the, is, the one the victim that survived hasn't stopped hiking and walking Table Mountain. Let's be yeah, well, he's serving his sentence here in the Western Cave. Yeah, as of this year, so it took him almost three years to be sentenced, but all tried and sentenced. My thing is like, fine, you survive that kind of attack, but the trauma. Yeah, that's not the I I. I remember both times I was like mugged. Yeah, same. Very vividly. <laughs> same, and the second time was a lot more traumatic than the first. Because A, I had a kid with me. Yeah. And then there was two of them. And now you have to keep this kid alive as well. <laughs> and I yeah. was like, oh, they might really kill me. Yeah. Uh, so In front of this child. Yeah. And or kill the child. Like, so many and combinations. It was, it was very light compared to whatever the fuck happened to these people. Yeah. And it still stuck with me. Yeah. So now, imagine going through what that guy on the table mounted went through. And he's like still going hiking wow that's strength wow because i mean you know i guess also you could argue that you can't let fear detect you but also like you need to be fairly aware of your surroundings as well yeah i just i'm not i that's even now like for real for real me i'm like I'm, I mean, I've always been hella, like, uh, aware yeah. of my environment, but now it's, like, intense. Yeah. I think also, once you've been robbed, you can kind of see when someone wants to rob you. Yeah, you can just see, but why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> why are you moving like that? Like... What the fuck, bro? You can see it. I've seen it multiple times. Hey, bro. That's why I keep my phone... Where I keep my phone, I can't say now. <laughs> what if you might try to rob me? Bitches. Niggas trying to rob me. <laughs> but like, that's, that's just traumatic. I still remember all the times I've been robbed. I mean, I've been robbed. Well, besides the one time I, I blacked out. Um, it was one, two, three. Well, the third one was a house break-in. Uh-huh. Which mm. counts. <laughs> oh, okay, three. Three, yeah, three. In one year, in within the space of two months. Jesus. Oh, yeah, then there was the fourth one I blacked out at Afropunk, and then my phone. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, of the ones I remember, there's three. Yeah. Um, I saw one, there was a killing of somebody in Manenberg, so here in Cape Town. Yeah. Uh, he was a serial cat killer. I want to hear about the cat one. Okay. I personally have a soft spot for cats. Oh yeah, you do. You like the hair, the hairless ones, don't you? <laughs> like all of them, but um, I mean aesthetically, <laughs> aesthetically the the, hair, the hairless ones. So this is also twenty twenty one, by the way. Okay. Just in, just, in, <laughs> just in case you thought, you know, we thought it'd be a little more interesting than to talk about the ones everybody knows about. Yeah. Because everybody knows about the the ABC killer Moses Sitole as well. Yeah. You know, so we thought let's just. 26 cats have been killed in a gruesome killing spree that has terrified Manenberg. Um, the police station refuses to open a case despite being approached by animal welfare of South Africa. Um, 
the animal welfare says it is substantial substantial weighty evidence and a suspect mm. wow That's, and uh, and yeah. since so so probably more than 26 at this point because since they reported more have been killed mm. so they're probably killing multiple and, and here it says two were killed on one night and another the following night oh you want to hear the gruesome details of how they were killed okay are you sure yep you okay yes the the killer would slit the cats from head to tail disemboweling them that means taking out their insides and tossing them into people's yards at least 26 cats have died in this manner do you know that this could be like like a what do you call a prologue to moving to people yeah it's a isn't it called the part of the hum well it's an old day it's kind of outdated now they don't really use it anymore yeah that whole homicidal triad thing it, it could be they do kind of consider it i mean a lot of a lot of killers have started with animals so animals arson and bedwetting mm. um in late into your yeah sorry into your yes. childhood or adulthood even um why would you I basically so they, they the animal people have gone to 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 the Manabe police station and they're like they've given them all this evidence they're talking to them and they, yeah. for some reason they don't want to um they don't want to act on it apparently the the police are saying there's no formal complaints and therefore they cannot act on hearsay hearsay they are yeah. literal cat bodies I don't know dog this is what's happening since I don't think it's anything has happened since then um, let me see if I can see if I find another one. Another I one. mean, yeah. not even that. I'm oh, like, that's from August. Yeah. yeah, I'm not now that- saying that animals are above people or whatever, or people or whatever, whatever. But like, this is a really concerning thing that is happening, and generally, this is how relaxed police nope. are, even with yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind, it's just animals. Like, yeah. I said that was June or July, no? When I say this. That was June. I'll just check with yeah. So as of 18 August, which was last month, there have been 42 killed. For more? Well, in total. Sorry. Okay. So an update. The police had seized two dogs, a Pitbull cross and a short-haired terrier cross from the individual that they suspect is behind the killing. So the, they suspect that this person had used the dogs to catch the cats. Mm. Um, the animal welfare organization dispossessed the dogs a day after sharing what appeared to be on CCTV of the pair attacking another animal. Um, what's AWS? Oh, a <laughs> animal welfare society oh. <laughs> said that it reviewed CCTV footage from two different sources and therefore suspect that the Manenberg cat serial killer uses two dispossessed dogs to catch the felines before torturing, disemboweling and dumping their bodies. Both dogs have extensive scarring, especially to their faces, indicative of cat claw lacerations. This will be independently verified by our senior veterinarian who whose findings will form a crucial part of the case, says the Animal Welfare Society. Oh, wow. Um so the, do- the organization said that the dogs displayed aggressive behavior, which they suspect is a direct result of n- gross neglect by the individual that has yeah. been singled out as their owner. The individual in question denies any involvement in the cat killings and the ownership of the dogs, despite evidence to the contrary. The AWS reported that an, uh, another pair of cat carcasses was found on Monday in Manenberg, taking the death toll to 42. 
the latest victims were bludgeoned to death with a heavy blunt object because they, he probably didn't have the dog anymore yeah maybe yeah i'm that's my guess yeah the pulverized bodies were left out in the open as if to taunt us and cause maximum uproar, but nothing to deter us. Nothing will deter us from catching the individual whose reign of, whose reign of uh, terror, this evil individual whose reign of terror is about to come to an abrupt end. They're, so they're offering a 10,000 reward for information that may lead to the arrest and conviction of the killer. Okay. This is a plot twist. The, the SA Satanic Church what? recently pledged the same amount. <laughs> okay (laughs) shout out (laughs) don't they do sacrifices bro oh is that the occult i don't know is that the occult never mind i think so i think they don't kill they just don't they uh, what okay never mind the animal welfare organization believes that the arrest of the murderous maniac is imminent and they are close to solving the case so, um, if you have any information, call the Animal Welfare Society at 021-692-2626 during office hours or 082-601-1761 after hours. Your anonymity is guaranteed. Oh my goodness. This is according to the South African. This is that .com. But yeah, that's the latest on that. Yeah um man like that's that's concerning if i was the police i would have been running to get the person arrested because immediately as soon as he sees my cat on enough boy because that's that's escalation they always boy. escalate if you're not caught and you and you have that com- the compulsion to keep killing because some people they just randomly just stop yeah but if you have that thing and eventually cats aren't enough boy even if they move to dogs or whatever but it's gonna get to a person somebody's gonna die yeah so that first that first story from cape talk with the original the first one i read was from the 29th of july so basically uh the first six months of 2019 there were five bodies found in in the area in june um and this is in pretoria sorry Mm -hmm. um so Ooh, let me see. Uh, the first body was found near a train station, Mears Park. The second one was found. In, uh, two of them were found in Mongolia Park. A fourth one was found in a pavement in the corner of uh, Justice Mohammed and Troy Street. And a day later, a fifth body was found at a bus stop near Unisa Main Campus. Little information was released. Apparently, all the victims were homeless, middle-aged men. All of them were uh, murdered at night, presumably while they were asleep. Mm. Um, but since that time, no more murders were reported. Um, since that fifth one was discovered, it's the fifth body. Um, there've also been no arrests and no linkages. And this is as of December, 2019. So that first six months, everything happened and it went quiet. Apparently, there is a whole high-level task team comprising of forensic specialists, pathologists, crime, cr- criminal psychologists, crime intelligence officers, and detectives to prioritize the investigation, but nothing has happened so far. Um, there was a survivor who said he had been attacked, um, and then, you know, um, so obviously he, is not, he hasn't identified himself, Yeah, but he used to live in Mongolia Park, where the two bodies were found. Um, he woke up early one morning in May to a man violently stabbing him multiple times. 
The attacker was clad in a black hooded jacket and wielded a, wielded a large knife. Since the attack, he has moved out of Mongolia Park and sleeps in different suburbs in Zwane. But um, that's so scary, though. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm scared this person's going to come and finish the job. Even, oh, man, like, even as he's moving to this different area, he's still vulnerable. Mm. He's still, like, man. I mean, also, you know, people do see people who live on the streets as subhuman, I guess. Mm. And... But also, like, the government's not doing anything to protect them anyway. Like, and there was something about here in Cape Town. I don't know if it's an actual thing or it was a thing that's going to be thought out, but about finding people who are sleeping on the street. Oh, God, that's Cape Town's biggest thing. They love How that. How are you going to find someone who doesn't have any money to pay you? Because that's so they can put them in jail. <laughs> because if you're not going to pay, you're going to be in oh, contempt, aren't you? Yeah. You're gonna pay, and then you're gonna go to jail. That's what that's their thing. This is a Cape Town is a they love doing rich people shit. That yeah. doesn't make sense. That's true. That's true. That's so true. Uh, so this has been a very dark episode, but yeah, but very interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah, I I okay, well you know maybe I'm just a dark person, but I really do enjoy crime stuff. That's my thing. Um, yeah. I'm interested too. It's just crime documentaries and all that stuff. It's it's. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what about it is about it. Uh, there's no urge to do anything violence. It's just I just like watching. Um, but yeah, I just hope this gave you a little more insight to know that South Africa is not exempt to the bullshit. Yeah, I mean, um, outside of everything else, yeah, there's we, more. We have a lot of things happening that are currently underway yeah. in the country. Um, we started off in the early 2000s and then we just ended up <laughs> boy like as of today boy. um yeah I mean, so i think there's been over like 100 100 something i think there's been over like 50 um 50 people who have been deemed serial killers in since country. since 2000 and something in south africa in though. south africa i mean then you see what i'm saying that are popular not that, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's some cases that haven't been covered. I want to find them. I really need to find them. Yeah. But, you know, do your research. Go on the Googles. Find um, some time to breathe. This was a lot. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, I would say probably go watch some Spongebob. Something, you know. Light. Something light. Um, um, what would I, I would watch Handy Manny. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably end up watching like Peppa Pig or something. That bitch got too much of an attitude. I hate her. I hate her. Love that. Peppa Pig. That bitch got an attitude. Listen, my first album is still the album. Thank you. <laughs> Good night. Be safe and uh, share this. Like, comment, share, subscribe. I think we were very low on the profanities today. So, yeah, I'm surprised. You know, uh, you can share this with your mom. <laughs> this That's episode it. this episode this specific dark one yeah, yeah absolutely listen the rest of them we we talk about a lot of things that we shouldn't so yeah um otherwise bye bye